What it do, and welcome to Minisode 9.5 of the Loser Cartoons podcast. This is Kaniki, and I'm here with Flora. Hi. And Sam. Hello. Before we begin, go ahead and like and subscribe to us on whatever streaming service you are using. So, as everyone can tell by the title, we're discussing the controversial manhwa Killing Stocking that has Fujoshi far and wide wetting themselves. There have been rumors of an anime adaptation, but it has yet to be confirmed after almost two years of speculation. Now we're going to hear what my companions have to say about their overall thoughts on the manhwa. Um, so my thought on Killing Stocking is that it's really not for like the faint hearted um it very much plays into like the psychological thriller genre and and it's just a lot it was a lot to go through as i read it um and it, it's just a manual where you have to like take your time when you're reading it because it's it's a lot okay so definitely agree not for the faint of heart. And for me in particular, I am one that I feel like I've read some pretty fucked up shit. I've watched some pretty fucked up shit. I am very numb to a lot of things that most people would consider very violent or grotesque or anything anything of the sort. Uh, I was not prepared. <laughs> going into this uh for the level of just stress and just pain that this fucking series put me through okay okay wow i mean from the psychological warfare just between the two main characters to the fucking the whole story with the police outside of that I mean, I have never been so so enthralled, but so like disgusted by a series in my entire life. And I, I, I don't, I don't know what else I can say without getting into specifics. Yeah, I mean, personally, I think the manhwa is incredible. Um, I think it's a great manhwa. Um, and a lot of people might disagree just because of the content. But I think that's ridiculous because that's like saying horror movies are shit just because they're in the horror genre. I think that Killing Stalking, you know, speaks on a lot of issues that are real issues. Um, and a very, like Sam said, like violent and grotesque way. And the manhwa honestly just had my heart rate up like constantly. Like I was always on guard. It almost felt like I was Yoon Bum, like in a sense. Um, yeah, it was it was crazy. I think the writer did an incredible job. Okay, now I'm gonna get into my fucking gripe. Fucking Flora already knows. Every time <laughs> I get onto TikTok, there are Sangwoo thirst traps. People being like, oh. Uh, BL tops that get me hot and bothered. Sangwoo. Every single person is fucking Sangwoo on there. And with that, I pose the question, do you consider killing stalking a BL or a Yaoi? Or both? Um, okay, so I don't consider it 
either. Um, it's like, personally for me, it's a pet peeve of mine whenever someone categorizes something as a BL or a yaoi just because, like, one of the main characters is gay. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be considered a BL or a yaoi just because it has LGBTQ plus representation in the form of a gay male character. And... While there is, like, some focus on Yoon Bum's sexuality, considering it's what got him to Sangwoo's place in the first place, uh, I still wouldn't categorize it as a BL or a Yaoi. I would have it firmly stay in, like, a psychological thriller or even a horror genre, because that's really what the story is about. It's It's a psychological thriller. Yeah, I mean, dude... It literally, and even still, like, neither character is gay. Like, Yoon Bum is just obsessed with anyone who pays him any attention. And then we all know Sang Woo, that was his first experience with a male, and he appreciated how, like, submissive Yoon Bum was. I don't know what my point was for that, but I think, personally, a BL and a Yaoi indicates, like, a romance and i don't consider this a romance it's really not a romance at all um it's definitely an unhealthy relationship and like an obsession but i i wouldn't call killing stalking a romance at all in fact i'm like really concerned when people consider it a romance because i'm like what is this what like relationships look like to you um I would surely fucking hope not. Sam, they consider they consider yeah. this a BL. Like it's mm-hmm. it's everywhere. So like, many I, people consider it a BL or a Yaoi, and then they also are like, because a lot of people consider it that, a lot of people also consider it to be homophobic just because of like the relation, like the quote unquote relationship that Yoon Bum and Sang Woo have. Um, I personally don't see it like that. Just because I, I know it's not a BL or Yali. Um But yeah, that, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I felt like the whole point of the story was to express how fucked their relationship was, not to paint mm-hmm. it in a positive light. Like, we saw how, the, well, how these two characters ended up broken, destroyed, and, you know, spoiler alert, one of them fucking dead. Like... What well, what 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 about that was supposed dead. to be? Wait, hold good? on. Wasn't it like implied that um Yunbum got hit by a car at the end? Yeah, they're I, both so dead. I actually, so I actually wanted to ask about that. I was really confused by the ending. I he was obviously like basically chasing after the ghost of Sangwoo just being with some random chick, right? I was like, how the why what ended? Like, what was that ending? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think. I think it was implied that he got hit by the car, and I think it's up to the reader to decide if he died through that accident or not. That's uh, I think, yeah, I think the, the the author purposely left that up to the reader's interpretation. That's fair. Okay, I want to take a step back really quick, um, because, you know, like we were just talking about, a lot of people consider this a smut BL. And if I'm not mistaken, a smut BL genuinely invokes feelings of, like, arousal in a sexual sense. What person is getting sexually aroused reading this manhwa? Um, people I'm, like, low-key concerned about. <laughs> I'm just gonna... 
that yeah i i don't know like he fucks no lube like sam and i talked a little bit about it the scene where they fuck for the first time and it's there's like blood everywhere because he's just like tearing it open like no lube like sorry i'm not trying to get too graphic here i don't think i've felt that nauseated in a long time Dude, I was yeah. actually shocked at what the fuck was happening in front of me because because going into the series, I went into the series fairly blind. I knew I knew there was like a big Stockholm syndrome aspect to the story, and that was about it. When I first like figured out that there was like actual like you know a sexual relations between the two main characters, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And as it just continued to progress, I was like, oh. This is horrifying. This is fucking scarring, and I was not prepared for this. Um, I was going to say, it's why I always get very uncomfortable. Like, going back to the whole people calling, killing, stalking a BL or Yali. Um, like, it was like, just their whole relationship makes me uncomfortable. You know, especially when you're um, putting it in the light of of a BL, which is almost always, like, about romance, and, like, I just, I just can't see it as a BL. I just think the writer did such an incredible job of, like, putting us in the manhwa. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have quite the extreme ups and downs that, like, Yoon Bum have with Sangwoo. Like, I wasn't like, oh, he's evil, and I'm like, oh, like, he's great. Like, no, I would be like, this is really unhealthy, and then at some moments I'd be like, huh, like, he does have the ability to be charming, and then take you back, way back down again. Right? Yeah, and it's just kind of like, it really was a fucking roller coaster, and that's why it it illustrated beautifully exactly what Stockholm Syndrome feels like. Mm -hmm. God, dude, there were so many times where, like, I, 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 like, I, I obviously knew once you get, like, even just, like, 10, 15 chapters into this, you know it's not gonna have a happy ending. But, like, there were so many points in this story where I would see the interactions between Yoon Bum and Sangwoo, and I'd look at Sangwoo, and I'd be like, okay, you have the capacity to be a half-decent human being. I can't forgive you, obviously, for the horrible atrocities you've committed, because you are a fucking serial killer, and you have legitimately just, and a rapist, and just many other atrocities, but you have some some capacity for human compassion, and it would just give me just the smallest sliver of hope, and then the writer would just rip that away, and it just made it hurt twice as bad. It's just crazy to me because, like, okay, me, like everyone else, fetishizes a serial killer and a criminal because, like, that's a culture, like, whatever. Um, not not like in real life, but like anime, like villains. Oh, you mean like, like like the like Yanjiri trope? Oh no, it's real. It's real life too. Dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Re- well, I'm talking about for myself. Like, I oh, love okay. the Joker. Like, I think that he's incredible. Like, not because he kills people, but just... for Okay, that's not the point. My point is, is that I can handle gore, I can watch serial killers, sometimes even fetishize them, but there's something about this manhwa and, like, Sangwoo that just disturbed me from the get-go. Like, just the 
Like, the way he killed people wasn't anything particularly special or fucked up, but it felt so fucked up for some reason. I, can anyone... Surreal. I think it was how the author, like, expressed everything and, like, their art style. And, like, I don't know. I feel like they did some, like, psychological tactics on us throughout that entire manhwa. You know. I'd like to go back and read again because I think that you might be right. And the art style is like, I mean, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. By the way. It's unsettling. Think, yeah, and I think it's also because they sh- like the author showed us like how normal and like quote unquote like well accepted Sang Wu is to other people yeah. that are not aware of like his true personality and what he actually does. And like they from the get go, they showed us like how he emotionally manipulates literally everyone around him like to dance to his own tune and how like and like showing just how common that can actually be you know like you really don't know people you know yeah like if you've ever just had a simple interaction with someone that you know and you find out they're like kind of two-faced or whatever like it's it's that to the extreme it's like that's that's what's so unsettling is that you don't know like i think i I think one of the most like unsettling parts of this story to me was so insignificant but it rang so loud was the scene where yun bum and sangwoo uh went to the uh festival or fair or whatever and they were walking through a haunted house with two girls right and the two girls made a comment as they were walking through this. They were like, ooh, what if a real serial killer were somewhere in here hiding and killing people? <laughs> and it just, it just it makes you think. You're like, wow. The amount of times that you just go out in public that you could just walk past a normal dude and they could just be a serial killer and you would never know. That's yeah, and it's haunting. like... And also think about how, like, Sangu's relate, like, near the beginning, like, Sangu's relationship with, like, the police, like, they were literally friends with him. Well, not friends, but, like, on friendly terms, at least that one police officer, if I'm remembering correctly. And, like, they had, they had no idea, you know, he was literally manipulating everyone. And it's, like, and what makes it so unsettling and what, why it has, like, such an effect on us is that, like, as readers, is that we just... It could happen in real life. Like, you know, we just, we never know. You know? But it's like, like, it hits different though, because like, I've watched movies and watched shows like this. It just hits different in this manhwa for some reason. Yeah. But I wanted to ask y'all about his mother. Oh, God. That honestly threw me through a fucking loop because, you know, obviously at the start of the series, you know, you you slowly start to learn more and more about Sangwoo's past, and you begin believing that his father is the reason why he's so fucked up. And then you slowly start to realize that it was never his father's issue. It was that he never wanted to become his father because his father was destroyed by his mother, and his mother was the true culprit to his complete descent into insanity. Like yeah. that... That was beautifully done by the writer. Dude. I know. And, like, a part of me, like, really, 
loves that they did that because a lot of people like never really consider like women to be abusers nope. even though you know we have all the potential to be yes or, or like they don't take women abusers serious women abusers and their victims as seriously as they should when like compared to like a male abuser you know yeah but the thing that I thought was weird and something that I don't fully understand is her death. Because it appears that when he stabbed her, she didn't die, and he put her in the wall alive. What are your guys' thoughts about that? Uh, oh, I mean, I just assumed she died there. Yeah, I kind of... Like, so, like, from lack of, like, medical care and things like that. So, from what I can remember from the police discovering his bo- her body at the end of the series and uh, through her autopsy, they made a note that she had a very interesting stab wound through her neck. And they said that, you know, and obviously that'd be a weird thing to do for, like, for, uh, I think it was suicide or something like that. But they... It, basically, they made it sound like that was the cause of death, was that stab wound. So I just kind of assumed that that stab to the neck killed her, and then Sang Woo essentially... stab her in the chest, though? In the basement no, was... scene? Mm... Because they also said she died four or five years ago, but according to the story, he killed her a lot longer ago than that. No, four or five years would have made sense, I think, because he w- he didn't seem that young, because she like basically jumped into the knife, and it went through her throat. Like the whole the whole stabbing of the chest, I think was I I, I don't know if that was like something that just kind of like played through Sangwoo's head, and that was just like a. Like a dream or something. It's just that the body was in such good condition for being four to five years old. I mean, that's... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I would have to go back and double check the details, because like I said, this this story to be honest with you, was just a fucking blur. (laughs) Didn't him and his mom have a sexual relationship? Didn't she sexually abuse him? So yeah, she raped him. Yeah. That's right. She full on raped him, which is which played into another part of uh Sangwoo's attraction weirdly to Yunbum because Yunbum reminded him of his mother so much. And he, it was it was interesting to see him come to that realization late in the story, and that's kind of what like drove Sangwoo to the to the tipping point of like Truly, like wanting Yoon Bob dead. <laughs> what do you guys think if um, it got an anime adaptation? Uh, well, for starters, it certainly would not be able to air on like any streaming platform <laughs> if they <laughs> didn't heavily censor it. Yeah, it would have to be extremely censored. <laughs> I mean, what about um, like other fucked up shit, like Devilman Crybaby and all that other shit? Uh. Devilman Crybaby is through Netflix. I don't really know. Like Devilman Crybaby is bad. Like I don't know if you two have watched it. It's bad, but like for the most part, it's just like grotesque gore 
and nudity. It doesn't really cover the very real and horrible psychological elements as well as just rape that killing stalking does. Like, that's just on another level. I think they could do it and have it be more implied. Uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't hit as hard, but... The only way I could see this series actually getting an adaptation is if it did what uh, Redo of a Healer did, and that, like, it just has an extremely heavily censored version that goes on streaming platforms, and then it would have to release its Blu-ray that has the fully uncensored versions. Well, I'm honest, honestly, me personally, I don't think I could handle it <laughs> if it was animated. I feel like it staying like two-dimensional is, is good enough for me. I'm actually a fan. I, uh, I, uh, depending what it is, like, I'm a big fan of shows. Like, for example, like, this is kind of a hot take. I know people have mixed feelings on it. Like, I've only seen the first season, but 13 Reasons Why. Um, like, my hot take is that I thought it portrayed, like, trauma and shit beautifully. I don't feel like it romanticized suicide. I thought it, it, it showed how painful and terrible it is. But that was just from my perspective. But I kind of appreciate shows like that. I don't like, I don't know. They just make me feel a lot and they keep me from sleeping and they ruin my life. But they make me think about things that are like the most important and like having perspective. And it just, I don't know. I mean, I love like movies and shows like that too. But Killing Stocking is just another level. Yeah. Like, For me, at least. <laughs> Perspective is great, but I'll stick to the perspective of doing research on that and not basically feeling like I'm experiencing that firsthand through a storytelling. Like See, that's what I like about it. Nope, nope. That's how I felt reading the manhwa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly why I'm never that's reading it again. <laughs> uh. Okay. Anything else? Uh, nope. I just want to say that Yunbum is a probably the most tragic character I've ever seen dis displayed in any series, and it honestly fucking destroyed me how fucked that guy got. And I, I, I just wanted to say that. That's all. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a victim for sure. It's unfortunate. Absolutely. He was just as crazy as Sang Woo, though. I'm taking that with me. Uh, fair. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> fair. I just think that if you Yoon if you'd like did read to the end and you think Yoon Bum survived, I believe he needs a lot of therapy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know if there's just for the rest for of his that. life. Just 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 go to therapy. <laughs> Well, I think that after reading Killing Stalking, we're all going to need therapy. And on that note, that's it for today's mini-sode. Follow the podcast, like, comment, share. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Loser Cartoons Podcast. And on Twitter at Loser Cartoons with a Z to stay updated, as well as check out our Anchor homepage and our website. Tune in in two weeks for a mini-sode on BLs and Yowies, presented by Flora and I. Deuces, losers.